rolling. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> that's not our intro. I don't, I don't know if that's our intro. <laughs> Welcome to a new podcast with Veronica and Nush. We don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but hopefully it's inspiring and it helps get some of your motivational creative juices flowing. So, Yo, you said it. I was about to say, you say creative juices and you just said it, the juice word. Awesome. <laughs> this is why we're doing this. Okay. <laughs> so today we have decided we're going to start with a hot topic uh, that's really dear to both of us authenticity um take it away v yeah so i was just um I'm, i think a lot of people could relate to this i was binge watching of course on netflix uh first starting off with last dance with my dad so watch a few episodes of that um and then it led into me just being in my room and going through episodes of this thing called rhythm and flow i honestly just watched it because i had the word flow in it is, uh, and for our listeners here <laughs> is last dance the one with michael jordan is it is that the one yes so last dance is the one with michael jordan are there any other like does it focus on any other basketball players or is it just like a biography of his life so it actually revolves around uh, chicago bulls in general so Michael Jordan with uh, Pippen, I think his name is. I'm really, oh my god, I'm like, I'm gonna sound. So I'm not an actual basketball fan. Let me just put this out there. I'll be like, I'm totally honest with you. Uh, I grew up with my dad mainly watching basketball, like literally glued to the screen. So if you were, like, oh, I love your dad. You would, would not even exist. Like you did not exist in this time of this game. Um, so I grew up with my dad just. Like, you know, full-on Filipino, just, like, totally into basketball. Watched, like, every game. Like, right now he follows the Raptors, but when Raptors didn't exist, it was Bulls all the way. Amazing. Um, I love your dad. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, so Bulls all the way. So I think my dad saw it. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's watch this. I wasn't sure what it was going to be about. I wasn't really that interested. But then literally the whole time watching each episode, I'm like, this is interesting. This is so interesting. This is, I'm like, there's so much drama. What? So like, why? What, like drama as in like keeping up with the Kardashians drama? Like what kind of drama are we talking? Because I need to know if I'm going to commit my time to this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drama like, like rivalry drama. Like the, the bull fights with the, um, the Detroit Pistons, you know, and like how much it really takes to reach your dreams and your goals and to be a winning team. Like it was right. very inspiring. Right. It made me want to be like, man, I, I want to compete again. And like, but like compete in the ways of like, I, I can compete fully. Like, I feel like I've competed before, but I wasn't a hundred percent in it. Yeah. Or I did the proper, um, like just training for it but watching Michael Jordan and like his teammates it was like man like just being part of uh, a team sport or just training for something that means so much to you yeah it's like so huge well you know? so, okay so, so for anyone listening Veronica um is a She's on her way to master level jujitsu fighter. So when she talks about competing, like I'm just, you know, you're talking about jujitsu, but 
I mean, in terms of like the team sport, like, do you find that you can achieve that through jujitsu or? Oh, most definitely. Like jujitsu is a team effort. Like if I wasn't getting the information or the techniques from different people that I train with, like I wouldn't be the player I am today. You but know, then, like, but then is like that how, like how Michael Jordan or like how like basketball players have their coach, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm not sure if you can relate to that either. Like I'm not sure if you've ever competed or have felt like those connections before honestly i have been trying so hard recently to not be competitive because i think <laughs> that i have grown up and i have been raised to be such a competitive player in everything that i do and i'm not even just talking about sport like in my design profession i'm you know i'm an interior designer studied interior architecture and like I just have, for some reason, I don't know if it's, you know, it's some some way in which I was raised or whatever environment I grew up in back home in Australia, but I've just always had a really competitive nature and it's kind of come across even in ways in which I talk to people and like I, you know, I'll like my partner, like I will hear something that he says and I will say something back and he'll be like, this is not a competition kind of thing, you know? <laughs> and and then like, and I never thought it was a big deal. Like I was just always just like, oh, shut up. Like just the, you know, just accept that I said that and I won this argument kind of thing. But then when someone else pointed that out in a moment of conversation between the two of us, it really made me realize that I am a competitive person. And this is like, as I said, it's like beyond sport. So I have actually been really trying not to be competitive. So for me, it's like my focus has really been about um, like working towards being a little bit more of a contributor um, and less of a, you know, me versus other people kind of situation I don't know I just I feel like it's a healthier way forward for me personally but I appreciate what competition provides for you know a sport or for a level of achievement that one person that somebody might want out of something that they're working towards um I don't know that's that's what I, that's where I'm at right now competition like if you were if like if that is in your nature to be competitive, I think it's also like a healthy thing to have competition in mind. Like it doesn't have to be sport related either. I think it's kind of, I don't know, for me, I think if you are competitive and you have that fire inside of you, isn't it, aren't you like dimming a little bit of that light when you're not, like do you find you have to try really hard to not be competitive? I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying, but then like at the same time, like for me, sometimes it's like you're really, I'm really competitive, but to what expense? Like to the expense of making other people feel bad because I have to, I have to somehow like win this argument or I have to be the best at this or I have to prove, like in a work situation, for example, um, you know, I tend to have to be, be, in a position of like proving myself to be better than other people around me and it it has really not to be honest like it really hasn't served me because I reached a point of like 
burning out. Like I completely burnt out because I was in such a state of like needing to be better than other people. And I was, I was in such a high capacity that I like mentally couldn't keep up with it. Mm, so I think it's, a, yeah. yeah, like I think it's really about like for me, competition is really about like finding a balance between achieving something that gives me some kind of fulfillment but also realizing like why I need that achievement you know like I don't know if I was so competition doesn't have to be just about the title like for me competing like even in like the last dance or talking about how the competition is so much more in yourself or even any competition related things like the drag competitions the the competition and like the hip-hop culture that I saw um, on Netflix as well like in any types of like competition I think there is healthy competition and then there's like the not so healthy competition where it's like us versus them instead of like you versus you I think competition is you versus you from the get-go I think that's the most honest dialogue with yourself is when you're competing with yourself um yeah, like when I've competed before, like I like it wasn't it wasn't even a, it, like I would love to win, you know, like like winning would drive me, but it was more like I don't want to tap, you know, I don't I can't allow myself to to fail, like how I like for me failure is giving up early, like when, yeah yeah I think yeah. that I think that you that word you just I think you just like bringing that word failure into it, I think really just resonated with me because competition and failure are almost two things that just gel together. And that is what drives, that's what drive, they drive each other a little bit, you know? Like I think, I think for me maybe what was driving me to compete so hard, not in a sport obviously, but in my professional, career was to avoid any level of failure and that is like failure that I might feel for myself or like failure that I might experience through the eyes of my family or like friends or anything you know um but you think failure isn't also like necessarily a bad thing you know failure is we need failure no we need totally. failure to make it better but the thing is we're so used to people telling us not to fail not to make mistakes not to you know um but failure it's like it's part of the process though it's yeah. like a hundred percent part of the process but that's something that we don't really embody yeah you know like yeah totally need to lose their their branches sometimes like you got you can't you know continue if it doesn't work for you and that yeah no you're you're like you're totally right I, I I get it the problem is I know all of these things I just don't practice <laughs> them <laughs> um no you're right like failure is part of it and I think failure is like um almost sometimes more important than the winnings right like how can you yeah, it's I, like I, trying to it's I like did. the yin and yang like appreciating the good with the bad and you can't appreciate the good unless you've had the bad kind of thing right yeah i mean like when i'm thinking about competing i i remember those bad moments so much than like the highs like i remember the lows like a lot but that also drives me to want to be better like you know 
one competition or like yeah I, I tapped early the next time I was able to like survive the whole round like they're like there are little increments of me getting better I just you just have to also remember not to strive for something that's too far out of your reach as well although at the same time you also want to believe in yourself like when you were you know applying for all your jobs and getting into your field did you truly believe and feel that I like I am the best you know did you believe I am the best I deserve this not at all not at all like I never thought that at all I I honestly became more competitive as I really entered the workforce and and I think also at, a, at the time the time when I had graduated and started working it was a really competitive industry um, like I worked for free for six months just to get my foot in the door and it was just it was kind of tough for me to get a job um, did you say you did um, for people who don't know, uh, did you already mention the most interior design that you do? I'm not, I can't remember. Yeah, so I studied interior architecture in, in Melbourne, um, in Australia where I'm from, and then I started working there and it was just, for me, it was just really tough to find a job at the time. People were getting laid off, like, in big groups from, from companies all over the city, and, um, I just kind of, I, I just had to do what I could to get my foot in the door, get some experience. And to be honest, I wasn't really that driven until I finally got into the industry and then something clicked in my head and I just thought, I need to be the best at this. I need to do the best that I can at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't know what drove that, to be honest with you because I've never really loved interior design that much at all even when I was in school <laughs> but you said that you were competitive though right it was the it was the comp it was the competitive spirit in me definitely that drove it but you oh I want to see you fight <laughs> I want to see you get in oh my gosh I'm Irish Korean I you used to do uh, I, like, kickboxing but I'm not sure if there was if there is competition kickboxing I think there is. Honestly, V, you do not want to see me fight. If you if you said that to my partner, he'd be like, you don't want to see that bitch fight. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she, I, I, just, I, I fight daddy. <laughs> I just want to see you use your competitive nature in a very, like for me, fighting is so raw and so vulnerable. So for you to tell me how like competitive your spirit is, it makes me want to see that fire and like that energy in that exchange. Like, I need, this is not, I'm trying to control that fire. Like, what are you trying to do control, right now? No way. Yo, like, fuck the, con- I, I don't, I'm not allowed to swear. Anyway, I'm going to swear anyways. But like, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, I, like, for me, when you control a part of yourself that's wanting to come out, I feel like a part of you, a part of you dies, you know, like another part of you dies and it's not necessarily. Yeah, but maybe this is like your, maybe this is like your tree branch metaphor, you know, one part of you dies that's kind of wilted and dried up and shriveled and doesn't serve you anymore to make way for a new part. And then you're like, you giving, you know, like maybe I don't need to be as competitive and crazy (laughs) and I can be... Yeah, if it didn't serve you as well, that makes sense. Yeah, because there's there's something in me that I'm that I remember that I had to let go of, which was taking up too much space. Oh, okay. That, that was also a thing that I did too much of that I didn't let other people um, shine through. And I like most of my friends are more on like 
I get like the spectrum, right? The introverted spectrum. So, um, and it's interesting because when I hang out with them, I like, oh, I get so much energy. I think because I want <laughs> that to be a balance, right? And yeah. when someone's so quiet, then you like feel like you have to like be, be a bit more loud to like balance it out. Or when you're with really loud people, you kind of end up being a little bit more quiet. Yeah. But I realized that I needed to uh, control, or not control. Yeah, maybe it is control. Yeah, like be more mindful. Maybe yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's right. That's what you're trying to say. Like, just be more mindful of the people you're around and like what how how you are presenting yourself and allowing them to be themselves around you as well. Like, did you feel like you were almost overshadowing who they were trying to be around you, kind of thing? And the thing is, so I didn't know I was overshadowing. So this was in a time where I, like, there was no communication in how I was being delivered or how I was overshadowing people because they were unaware as well. So right, it comes, it it comes from like just again, it's like that mind, like mindfulness is a huge um, thing to consider when you are either in competition with someone, when you're in a dialogue with someone, like what we're doing now. I think. We decided to do this because our dialogue feels very balanced out, you know, and we have such good conversations because we go back and forth really yeah. well. Um, yeah, well, our, our viewers will be the judge, our listeners will be the ju- judge of that. <laughs> Hopefully, that's why I also want to, you know, I've never talked, I never talked about your competitive spirit actually before, so even though I guess we, we had an idea of like where this was going, but I kind of like where this is now and I'm we're still navigating through. Um, this dialogue conversation and you know we and even today I just realized yeah you know what dialogue it is creative <laughs> and it is uh, something that can empower people I mean I've thought about the empowerment before but it was more dialogue as creativity that's something that I also want to hold right now in this space and this time and yeah. going forward with us recording these conversations um, I'm excited about them so yeah yeah i mean we'll see we'll see if any of our friends or listeners want to hear more (laughs) of the random crap that we talk about guys show us your love please (laughs) um so going you know we can take criticism i can take harsh criticism i went to art school you know i could do it i could dish it out okay well i'm highly clearly i'm a recovering um competition addict so <laughs> whatever you say I will find you and I will beat you to the ground <laughs> I'm just kidding we love you guys we love all of you guys all two of you guys that are listening mom and dad love you both <laughs> so going back to the show that you're watching I, I do want to watch Last Dance um, because I, I personally really enjoy basketball, just watching basketball, because it's such a fun, um, fast-moving sport. Um, and then you said that you watched another show on Netflix, Rhythm and Flow. Is that what? Is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. So was that? Did that like have a similar resonance with you, or did you did you find like di- different inspirations from that? Like, what was that show? What was that about? So for me, they they really did connect. Um, Sorry, what is the show? What is the show about? Because I I haven't actually heard of it. What's the show about? Yeah, so rhythm and flow is like basically a hip hop uh, hip hop competition. So 
it's more like rap though they're really rappers so yeah they were just competing to be the top superstar and like you had judges like Nicki Minaj, T.I. and Chance oh they were cool all, okay yeah, big names yeah yo I didn't realize how hyped Nicki Minaj is actually like I knew like my young co-workers were so into Nicki Minaj and like this whole Minaj phase of, I just yeah. thought, you know big bucks Oops. Yeah. But she's more than that. She is so entertaining and like just has so yeah, again, like just so herself. It's amazing. Oh really? I honestly I've never really connected to Nicki Minaj. I just remember some like song that had a line about an anaconda and I just I think that was <laughs> Nicki Minaj. I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like Cardi B for me really overshadowed Nicki Minaj. Like Cardi B's personality. Oh, and... oh sorry, you know what's funny? What? Sorry. No. It was Cardi okay. B, not Nicki Minaj. Oh my oh, god. Oh, V, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I totally wait. Sorry, my bad. It oh my Cardi god. Oh, okay. Now I'm confused. Now I have to look up these names. Honestly, fake about. news. Fake news, everyone. Sorry about that. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's Cardi B. I'm so sorry. I am so wow. sorry. Wow. I'm gonna have to edit that. Edit no, that no, out. No, no, Jeez. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so those Cardi B. Oh my goodness. Cats rapper, T.I. Definitely those the names. And uh, Cardi B. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. No, Cardi B has got a personality. Like, that woman is... I respect her just because she's so... From what it, from what I, from what I can see, she seems really authentic and really true to her, like everything that she is, which you know is not everyone's cup of tea. But she, it, it comes across like she has no shame to that, and I do respect and that. And that's what she embodied throughout the whole show. And I didn't, I'm like, who is this woman? I'm like, she's really freaking cool. Like I really resonated with her character, or like just her. I guess not character, but her. And <laughs> um, yeah, so throughout the. The competition i mean you see people working hard but they're also looking it goes back to i mean our theme was authenticity authenticity can be a lot of things so i mean let's just say that we were on topic this whole time yeah uh, <laughs> yeah totally. uh, yeah so yeah throughout the you're just like watching this competition and people you can tell the ones who are in it for them and the ones who were like in it for different reasons you know they did like some some of them like the judges were so what's the word um i don't know they, they just they just were honest and said that you know they, they had no identity or they didn't oh. feel like they didn't know who they were about that is a harsh you know? critic that is a harsh critic yeah. if i was if i competed in something like that and someone said to me you have no personality or sorry what did you say you have no authenticity identity 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 even even worse like identity encapsulates <laughs> like personality authenticity like I would be crushed. I would go home and question everything about who I am, what I want out of my life. I feel like I'd have a total um, existential crisis if someone said that to me on stage, live on stage, on a Netflix I think, show. I think, oh, that the person I'm thinking about that got criticized for that, he came back and totally like was more honest with himself and put more of what his story was about in his rap and his song, you know, so... Uh, it was really 
it was nice to see that that was something they were looking for. Yeah. Was this authentic self? And yeah. The, the one person that, because I didn't really watch the whole show. What I did was I, I fell in love with parts of people in the beginning, like uh, people that were that made it to the rounds. Yeah. Like, oh, I really like this person. I'm gonna continue watching this person. Just like kind of scroll through <laughs> and wait till they're there. Okay, cool. He's here. Yeah, so yeah. I do that with like trashy reality shows. I'm like, oh, this yeah, drama's boring. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead to like the real juicy drama. <laughs> I do that all the time, yeah. but I mean, I kind of skip the drama. I go more to the the person that I resonate with because because it is a competition show, right? So it's yeah. like I can choose which segment that I want to watch, which segment that I felt like I resonate with more. So yeah, I kind of follow this person's journey throughout the whole competition, and I mean, I just really love that that's what they were looking for. You know yeah. that I love that. They wanted someone who knew what they were about, you know, and had very good uh, messages to to put it like everything, like just the whole package. And yeah, I, and it's like, it's like how Michael Jordan is someone who's unique, you know. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, was it always this way? Were people always like, were, were people always drawn to this authentic, authentic self? Yeah, but. Uh, we live in a place where everyone everyone also wants to be the same yeah it's a weird paradigm it's a weird paradigm but okay so going back to the show then that you're watching because you you said that you kind of um scrolled or you know forwarded through people that you didn't resonate with did you find that the winners of the show like without any spoilers no spoilers but did you find that they did you think that they really were true to themselves, or do you think that there were, there were elements of, you know, putting one hundred and twenty percent? Oh, okay, that's yeah. that's strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what? yeah. So what what about them? Did you find really made it? seem like they were authentic. Like, what did you see in them as you were watching the show and think? Wow, that person is one hundred and ten percent themselves right now. Like, what really gave that off for you? The honesty throughout the journey, but also, I mean, they they did have a a face per se that you can't really. They're not as emotional as like some people would be. Like, I'm a very emotional person, right? So I emote a lot of my high and low emotions, but this person was very calm throughout, yeah. like very consistent, but also they did have this moment where they did fuck up part of their set. Yeah. And they're honest about it. You know, they are honest about it. They knew, you know, but within that fuck up, like he, they were still able to, <laughs> they were still able to, um, like, turn it around and so, still do the best performance they could do. So then do you think that part of that authenticity was owning, is, is, owning your failures like owning your moments of weakness and just really finding um truth in that in who you are do you think that part of you know part of being authentic to yourself is being authentic to every part of yourself as imperfect as you might be like would you say that's something that you kind of got from that yes yes. yeah and it's something i resonate with too because you have to you have to fail in order to like move forward and to be 
it's like hard how do you not fail like you have to be able to take a loss or take a punch I'm thinking punch in the face (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking yeah like it's so hard not to relate for me it's hard not to relate everything from your YouTube because it's such a a huge practice of mine that I really resonate with and it's it's shown me so much like yeah yeah if I didn't go through those losses how am I able to grow how am I able to see where I need to work on yeah totally that's such a great point that's such a great point that you make and um on that note, we came full circle. How about that? <laughs> did we really? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm going to say that we did because we kind of started talking about competition and failure and then we talked about something else and authenticity and then I brought it back to failure. So, okay, hey, cool. not I'm failing glad. at this just yet. <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean... Did you have any last parting words to kind of leave the listeners? It's something to hold on to and a reason to come back and listen to us again. <laughs> Embrace failure. If you want to come listen to like all, I mean, I have a lot of failure stories. I'm not sure if you do, but I have a bunch of them that I can totally go back and just laugh about. Yeah. I mean, even then I was laughing about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the idea of embracing failure. Authenticity comes in so many different forms. Also, not to think about authenticity too much because it can over- overwhelm you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but also totally. And having hope that, like, being real and being you is what people are looking for and someone will resonate with it. Yeah, and yeah, totally. Don't be afraid, don't be afraid of you. Oh don't, God, be don't be afraid, guys. Of don't be afraid. So we're going to wrap up this episode and it's been really fun chatting with you, V. Um, I will see you next week. I will hear from you next week. And that's about it. Take care, guys. And um, catch you on the flip side. (laughs) (laughs) Is that our phrase? Catch you on the flip side. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Well, working title.